Dice Paper Roll acknowledges that it is recorded on the lands of the Yagra people and the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. sits dark and silent as if the land itself is holding its breath no lights twinkle in windows no breeze stirs the trees no birds call no animals move all is still wound up in anticipation for what might come next. Is it an ending? Or is it a new beginning? Only time will tell. The clouds boil, black and ominous. They coalesce together into the shape of the tentacled eyeball, the great old one. No, only I can tell your little heroes and villains fight and spit and cuss, clawing out their wretched existence like ants in the Dirt. You can gamble any way you choose. Pick whomever you like as your winner. Oh, one thing above all is certain. The house always wins. Always win, and you will never be free. Black cloud tendrils sweep down and pummel you, obscuring your vision, until all you can see is veins of grey in the buffeting darkness. Veins of grey that spell DPR, Curse of Strahd.
Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. You have tuned in to DPR, Curse of Strahd, Season 2, Episode 1. Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Here. Hooray! The fresh new season. 40 more of the best. Just for you. (laughs) What does Strahd got hiding in his coffin? We'll find out in... In about six months. Um, <laughs> As we go uh, back to the start with all new characters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that if we fail the adventure, is that, I mean, maybe that's a possibility. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's it. We just have to keep replaying yeah. Curse of Strahd over and over until you win. Mm. Well, if our souls are trapped in Barovia, you know, like what is, mm. I don't know, maybe we just play the same characters. Like it's a video game re- reset to the, to the top and have to complete it again. Um... No, this is the final episode, perhaps, most likely the final episode. Episode 40, I reckon. 40, is that right? We think so, yeah. yeah. 40, episode 40 of Curse of Strahd. And we are doing it. We are DPR. Um, My name is Emil and I play Sonny Bono, the sentient sun sword that formerly belonged to Strahd and also his brother Chard. Um, Sonny found himself inside a sword on a mantelpiece and then decided uh, that... he has to kill Strahd because, you know, um, because he yeah, Strahd's nasty and uh, <laughs> and that's just look. Don't examine my character too closely because it is razor thin. Uh, speaking of razor thin characters, uh, Dan, how are you going? Fully thought that was coming my way then. Well, I was, I was tempted, but, I, you know, you've been there from the start. so yeah. It could be any of us, let's be honest. Yeah, Ragdoll's carrying a couple extra kegs. Let's not, let's not uh, kid ourselves. Hey. <laughs> I am Dan, and I am playing Sasha Von Suchinsuch, and to be frank, I did have to come up with this character very quickly, very briefly in between a Two episodes, I think it was. I can't mm. remember. We died. I died, and then I had to really just uh, come up with a character real quick before we jumped into the next episode. So yes, not a great deal of uh, <laughs> fleshing out was done, but I think over the journey, the Suchin Sucha family tree has expanded and is quite full. Mm. Um, and the family traits are consistent. I wouldn't say so. I believe that uh, <laughs> Sasha von Such and Such has not been quite as uh, easily susceptible to Strahd's ways as her brother was mind controlled by him. Thank you very much, Benjamin. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Sasha, she is a, a gnome wizard, uh, you know, with spells and stuff. <clears throat> Big fan of the great old one. Um, family, family history, all with the great old one. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this last episode. I'm hoping it's the last one. (laughs) It really should be. I'm sure you all are as well. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Jack, who are you? Who are you? Who am I? Well, to begin with, I'm Jack. Who else am I? I'm other characters. I'm an experience. <laughs> I'm I'm beyond I'd second that. I'd second that. time and space. 
But most importantly, I play a fish. And that fish is Louise, um, who is a paladin. Um, Let me check my character sheet. A paladin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm also just watching you. We've all dressed up in, in little cosplay hints to our characters tonight and um, you can jump on our socials to, to see that group shot. It's hard to, <laughs> to take Jack seriously wearing his helmet. Yeah, the um, colander on his head really adds to the gravi- gravitas <laughs> of the experience. Yeah. So just yeah. buying some time to upload your yeah. character sheet there too, mate. But his um, hair is so dry. <laughs> so dry. The moisture just runs right out of it. That's right. Um, yes, uh, Louise um, feeling very good about herself. She's leading to charge on the back of Curly the horse. Um, yes, that Curly. Um, <laughs> shout out to my peeps who listened to the earlier episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome. How about you, Ben? <laughs> uh, yes, my name is Ben and I play Ragyog, the goblet cleric of Lathander. Um, short of stature. Little, like, basically, Ragyog is still in all level one gear, like clothes, just <laughs> shitty rags. Um, like the little kind of, if you imagine the water polo swimming caps and like matted, <laughs> gross hair and big round eyes. Has got a bit of a paunch, clammy hands. Um, but he's got like real shiny amulet, the amulet of Ravenkind. And who can forget the bone of St. Andrew uh, <laughs> on the tower top? What does the bone of St. Andrew actually uh, look like, Ben? It's just a massage ball uh, <laughs> with a lot of packing tape sticking to it, sticking it to the end of a telescopic pole. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a magic no item and a half. No expense spared. <laughs> this is a rare piece of loot, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, Ragyog is on kind. top of the tower uh, facing off against Strahd. And um, whatever else is about to be unleashed from from whacking this crystal with the old uh, with the old bone, what's going to happen? <laughs> Who knows? Um, <laughs> Lauren, yeah, Welcome. who does Hello. know? Do you who know? Who knows anything anymore? Mm. Uh, my name's Lauren. I'm playing Irina Indirovich, the human sorceress. Um, uh, who's currently wielding the sun sword, I believe, and making her way down into the crypt. I think that's where we left it last time. Um, feeling pretty cool. Um, she's got a bunch of like, she wears like sort of noble robes, lots of uh, velvet and in jewel tones. Of We just did a bit of damage to Old Strahd as well, right? Up in yeah, the we did. We Chard's really. Bedroom. We were in Chard's bedroom. I. Uh, maybe spent some bloody high-level spells that uh, did not quite <laughs> work out. But that's all right because I am very powerful. And you can't <laughs> stop a bitch. So uh, <laughs> she's doing everything for all of her friends that have protected her along the way, her dead friends along the way. It's just, um, you know, uh, it's not about her anymore. You know, it's about the people. Um, and it's about the about the land and about the souls, uh, like Tatiana, the soul that's inside of her. Um, Strad's total obsessions, level five clinger. 
Um, she's yeah, it's yeah. What spells does that come with? Uh, did he multi-class? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what's the class ability for a level five clinger? <laughs> 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 uh, social media proficiency. Uh, yeah, your role in investigation check. <laughs> So when you say smiley face, does that mean you're actually smiling or like what? Right. <laughs> really puts the really puts the crying and scrying, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, he's fucked, eh? Um, so she's just super like keen to kind of like end him and take victory. Uh, and the, yeah, Sunsword's probably gonna pay, do that. But who knows? She might blank out and like you know get one of her good flashbacks and be knocked out with something. She loves doing that as well. We didn't pick up a steak, <laughs> did we, on our way down to the crypt? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, I think we did. There was some yeah. wooden, the bedposts. Uh, right on. We picked, we picked up that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he picked up high stakes. Mm. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like the sun sword makes a pretty Qu- good steak. Yeah, sun sword. Uh, yeah, we might, oh, really? we might just, just, you know. Right. I mean, it's silver, isn't it? It's, oh, no, it's, well, it's made of Pure energy. radiant energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm it's pretty a sure Strahd, uh... It's good if you've dropped your keys. You can just hold it out. <laughs> Strahd doesn't like it. He won't like it no matter what. Um, so, fuck yeah. Let's do this. Greg. Thank you. My name is Greg Pickering. I am the Dungeon Master for Curse of Strahd, and I will be bringing you all your least favorite NPCs direct to your ear holes. Strahd von Zarevich. The creepiest uh, of of villains. Uh, I, I'm I'm very very excited to do this final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, it's because final episode the, for three episodes. The mm. naming system we're using for these ones is going to start getting real confusing in our cloud storage. Yeah, we're up oh, to yeah. we're up to <laughs> final underscore final, which is a nod to yeah. Uh, not to our our art friends uh, in in the podcast. Um, okay, so if you enjoy this and other data management discussions, <laughs> then you should join us on Patreon, where we <laughs> hidden all of those such things behind a paywall. We're, we're trailing a new podcast back there yeah. named uh, Spreads. <laughs> Dots and other things. Yeah, yeah, we also have a great Prezi tutorial if you're interested. Yes. So yeah. um, <laughs> we go into the depths of spreadsheet software. <laughs> and Some would say we excel at it. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. There we go. There we go. Good, good, we good go. one to round it out on. That Not going to get any beautiful. better. Come on, let's move on. That was excellent. <laughs> I, I love that Emil is the clippy of the group. Continue. <laughs> you look like you're trying to make a podcast. <laughs> do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I Actually, do. Clippy, yes, no, please. no one ever thinks they need help with a podcast. Yes, <laughs> Clippy. <laughs> they do, but they don't no. ever think they do. No, thanks, um, Clippy. I'm a white male. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear my opinions. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's not enough. With my best friend, who also has the same opinions of me. And guess what? We're kind of movie guys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> we watch a lot of movies. Oh, um, speaking of other podcasts, I want to give a quick <laughs> shout out to a uh, a podcast called Onirium, which is one of our listeners started their own D and D podcast. They're oh, yeah. streaming on Twitch, and um, <laughs> unfortunately for uh, 
probably a significant proportion of our audience. It is in French. So that um, <laughs> perfect great. for Louise though. Is Louise yeah. going to make a cameo? Mm. Oh, <laughs> baby. Yeah, I, she should. I, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I messaged, I messaged um, one of them and was like, oh, how do you feel about French accents? I don't know if you've listened recently. But how, <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, we love them. So that, that was uh, comforting. <laughs> I uh, suspect they haven't been listening. Are they for a really few French? Weeks. They're like classic French sarcasm, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. They're like we love them. We're up to date on the episodes. When are you going to do what? Um, <laughs> 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 well, okay. Drink some beer. So uh, at the end of uh, last episode, uh, Strahd stepped through a misty portal above the top of the tallest tower in Castle Ravenloft. Uh, Ragyog, you had just cracked the the heart crystal uh, with the, the... the, the holy bone with a mighty baseball swing. You've uh, yeah. with hit a, a home run. Babed roofed it. Yeah, it's... Babed um, roofed it. It's where you, where you throw a pig at it. You've babed oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, sounds better in French, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit lost in translation. I think half our listeners might be about ready to tune into that um, spreadsheet podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the heart crystal is cracking light, uh, red light spearing out of it. Uh, and Uh-oh. as you as you look up as, at Strahd, as he drops uh, Sasha from his grip and you watch her begin to plummet, the, the heart beside you begins to pulse stronger and stronger and the cracks grow larger until the light shines all around you. <laughs> Ragyog, what are you doing? Um, has Sasha been dropped above the tower? No. I run to edge. catch her. Slow motion. Oh, what? I run to the edge. Uh, and Sasha, come to the light. Lathander Sasha... will save you. <laughs> I mean, I'll save you on his behalf. Reaches a hand out towards uh, Ragyog. Yeah. Ragyog leans over the edge, trying to catch her. Give me a dexterity save, Ragyog. Oh. Heck yeah. Oh, that's not good. That's a six. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Ragyog, you reach out, the two of you, like, reaching out through the void as Sasha pl- plummets past. <laughs> catch. catch me what? <laughs> I <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I stand there and I go... I always knew you'd fall for me one day. Oh. And I, pull out, I, pull, I pull out the raven that whistle. Still all of the people that are storming the castle kind of <laughs> applaud. They all stand yeah. and cheer. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good oh, idea. Yeah. That was a great one. It really wasn't. Pull the raven whistle out. I don't know if this is going to work again, but... It's not. Um, Strahd flies <laughs> down and smashes into you just as you place the uh, the whistle to your lips. What's your armor class? <laughs> uh, my armor class is 17. Uh, excellent. Uh, okay, so Strahd uh, hits you. Ugh. Uh, strikes into your back 
um, doing 44 points of damage as his uh, claws rip into your back. What are you on now? Far out. Um, (laughs) Hey, 44, 15 hit points. 15. Time for a heal. Yeah, that's fucked. Okay. Uh, he grabs you um, from behind, his claws digging into you. Your your uh, back is exposed. You're reaching out over the um, the edge, the parapet of the tower, reaching out for Sasha. She plummets past. And as you, you look down, you, you see her um, shrinking as she disappears into the distance. This tower is on the outer edge of the castle, and it's a long drop down to the base of the castle, and then another thousand feet down to the rushing river far, far below. And as you watch your friend scream and plummet beneath, you pull out the whistle, and Strahd strikes into the back of you. Can you also, uh, can you make another dexterity save for me, please? Oh, Oh, 17. The whistle flies out of your hand, but the little cord catches on your wrist as you are slammed (laughs) into the parapet. It hangs down beneath you and Strahd lifts you up into the air, throwing you, like throwing you high 10 feet into the air. You you cartwheel as you flip above and as you come back down, he grabs you by the throat and slams you into the crystal. Jeez. A broken up crystal? like Yeah, it's breaking up. So the light around you, the light from the crystal is emanating all around you. And as you as your head cracks back into the crystal behind, you can see a long spear of red light piercing up into the clouds above. Strad, Strad, let me go. The great old one. They're trying to kill you. Yes, and now you have set him free further than before, you fool. Oh, I thought that was like your heart thingy or something. My his, bad. His, <laughs> <laughs> his hand grips tighter on your throat. Uh, it's your go. You're grappled. Uh, I, While you're, I was distracting grappled. him with, with my clever banter, am I fully grappled? Yeah, fully. I'm going to... Fully, fully, right. fully grappled, bruh. I, <laughs> well, I reach down with one hand, though, to my holy mm. symbol and uh, try to thrust it in his face as I cast Dawn. Ooh. Yes. Mm. Dawn is a fifth-level evocation spell. Um, the light of Dawn shines down on a location specifically within range, so uh, providing I can cast it, um, it is concentration spell. Um, a, a ray of of dawn, golden sunlight uh, fills the tower top, thirty foot radius and forty foot high. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, give me give me a concentration for sure. Come on, Rag Young. Come uh, on. Do I? Is there a concentration skill? No. Ah. A, um, add constitution. Um, yeah, constitution. Uh, but is. 15. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, it's a level 5 spell, right? Yeah. So you um your hands are slippery with blood. The, the where his claws have dug into your shoulders, the the blood is running hot down your arms and as you grasp for the the amulet that hangs around your neck, your fingers 
slip and it, it's the holy symbol jangles against your chest and you're just able to grasp it and whisper out the words through the the iron vice-like grip around your neck as what the, are the what are the magic words Greg Yog? i thought you said Greg Yog. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the DM takes over for the character, yeah, yeah. for the player. <laughs> Let the light of dawn show you the way you found beast. And I just shove it straight into his face. The last is a little death gargle as the, the light uh, begins to pinprick in your eyes. Your, your, your sight begins to fade and blackness begins to close in. Yeah. And this beam of dawn light shines down, and you see it strike around uh, Strahd. Does it do damage as well as yeah, the light? Yeah, it does 4d10 radiant damage. My God, oh. do I get a save on that? Yeah, so it is a constitution of 16. Yeah, what, is, what happens if I make that save? Half as much damage on a successful save. A creature must also make the saving throw whenever it ends its turn in the cylinder. Oh, I rolled a one. (laughs) But but I just don't really feel like taking that damage, so I'll I'll take that as a success. Thanks. That's a legendary. Oh, your lair action. Legendary save, yeah. So Um, no damage at all. Well, he saves, so he takes half. Half. Oh, okay. Well, and it's radiant too, isn't it? So it would have doubled, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, 22 points. Of damage. Okay, the the sunlight uh, streams down around you both. It it the the red light from the crystal behind you is still strong, but this this dawn light surrounds you, fills the space, and you see Strad's face just begin to burn and melt around his skull. Um, bits of muscle and uh, begin to appear as as his skin just starts to to melt away, and that is the last thing that you see as the light winks out in your eyes, Ragyog. No. Uh, Sasha. It's like when you've been in the club and it's all dark and the light's been all like colored and bright and shiny and then you go outside and it's like, oh, sunlight. Oh, Oh, I need to go. Uh, Macca's run. Macca's run. Anyone? Uh, Macca's run. Glad I got my sunglasses on. Okay, Sasha, you are uh, plummeting through the air. What are you doing? What are you gonna do? Uh, so Sasha, as as uh, she falls and she sees uh, the arm of Ragyog like just out of reach, and then it getting smaller and smaller, and she starts uh, kind of like tumbling end over end, and out. From underneath her uh, blouse, a necklace comes out that has, like, a face with a lot of tentacles. And she grasps it and she prays to the great old one as she plummets. Um, Great old one. As my family has served you, I need you now. I need a fly. And she casts fly on okay. herself. Roll a concentration check for me as you grip that uh, that amulet, that necklace around your neck and say the prayer. 
the red light from the top of the tower pulses once upwards. A the, like the beam of light seems to ripple as it scores upwards into the clouds and bursts out red, reddish veins stretching out through the clouds as they begin to swirl and coalesce into a, um, into a whirlpool above the tower and they slowly start to reach down towards the, the crystal heart that sits on top. Uh, I rolled a, a in total a five. A total of five. So I'm uh, I'm uh, spinning wildly out of control. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You um you're you're attempting to cast fly. You're really struggling um to to concentrate as the wind buffets you and you you hold against it and you hear uh, a whisper. Come to me, my child. Uh, and as you do, as you're plummeting, you pass the base of the castle, You uh, the, the rocky plinth that the castle sits on, rushing past you as the rocks and river below surge up to meet you. And the, the spell takes effect just above the water as you slam to a stop, the, the spray of the water kicking up and splashing your face. Uh, it's a no-cord bungee. <laughs> um all right sick uh as as uh I, i'm gonna start uh just uh rocketing back up towards and as uh he hearing uh the the whisper of the great old one uh she says i willingly come to you as she rises up towards the sky with the clouds of tentacle mass swirling above uh, the, the vortex. And as she uh, goes up, it's like black oily tentacles start to um, come out from underneath her and her once kind of blue checkered uh, dress, uh, a, a black oil starts to seep through it and dye it black from underneath. Yeah, the, the, the darkness spreads in your clothing and from your back, uh, long Going tentacles start yeah. to yeah burst out. So long tendrils can of dance really black cloud float, float behind you <laughs> as you as you fly upwards. Um, the, the tower, the, 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 the rock face the castle all speeding past you as you rocket upwards and this swirling mass of cloud reaching down towards the top of the tower. As it reaches down, tentacles, like tendrils of cloud burst out from the side and reach down and slam into the side of the, the tower, loosing rocks and um, blocks of masonry. And as you fly up, they drop past you, showers of, of um, dust and uh, mortar as you plunge up through through all of that to reach the top of the tower. And as you burst up over the tower, you see the side of Strahd holding Ragyog against the cracking crystal uh, as the last of its, uh, the last of the crystal's form gives way. And that burst of energy reaches up and the cloud reaches down to coalesce into the form of uh, the great old one floating on the tower top. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, as, as the great old one coalesces on the tower top, the image of the floating eyeball with tentacles uh, 
Strahd opens his like his eyes bulge in terror and he steps backwards, dropping Ragyog to the ground. Ragyog, you still have 14 hit points, so you stumble to the ground. At the same time, the trapdoor bursts open right next to you, Ragyog, and two uh, figures cloaked all in black scuttle out uh, to aid their master. One all in leather buckles adorn him. (laughs) The other small silver round glasses and a a tall stovepipe hat. I'm glad to see you two have finally been reunited. It's my brother's. Yes, all three sutured sutures together at last. I'm so happy. I scuttle backwards and stand up and put distance between, like, everyone. Like, with my back to the, the... the parapets, pretty much. Is he terrified? Is he scared? What's going on? Me? I'm wary. I want to get everyone in my vision and make sure that, yeah, I, I, I hold up my symbol, which is also still got the daylight spell, and I, I don't point it right at Hans and um, Bertrand, but I use it to ward them off because there's daylight still shining from it. So I don't point it right at them, but at their feet. Uh, okay, so you shine it at uh, Bertrand and Hans. Ragyog. We used to be friends. <laughs> I was going to do it as well. You'll do it, go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, I think it was a cool, a very cool echoing yes, effect that happened there. It was very cool. Um, Ragyog, we used to be friends. Come. Yes, we did. We did, Hans, and then you, you, you went and betrayed us. You let this monster here charm you, and now you look now look at you. I mean, the oh, leather probably I'm... suits you more than it did before, but oh, I'm I'm sorry that the the incredibly powerful vampire used his curse against me, and now you think that that makes me a bad person. No, don't oh. think. I'm not saying you're a bad person, just weak-willed. That's all. And just remember our friendship. I, I was... Weak-willed? Yes, I was good to you that Nine. one time. Han's <laughs> eyes blaze red in the... In the, the uh, in the Well, now the dawn light of the tower top. Uh, as the great old one begins to coalesce, its form becoming more tangible, Strahd uh, turns around as... Delightful as this is, my face is melting and I have more pressing <laughs> matters. He l- runs forward, a uh, shadowy mist doorway appears behind the breaking crystal. He collects it in both arms and dives through. And as he does, the red light that's shining up into the, the clouds disappears and the form of the great old one begins to dissipate around the tower top. Um, but... Hans, Bertrand, Sasha, and Ragyog remain. Right, we, we can all get out of this together, friends. There's no need for anyone to die, uh, particularly uh, me and Sasha for the first time, uh, but no need for anyone to die again. You left me to die quite easily, didn't you? You don't even know what happened to me. No, you just you, I thought you died in that in that uh, carriage explosion. You just explosion. abandoned me, like you abandoned all your friends. 
sensing a little bit of uh, hostility here, Ragyog busts out a mass cure wounds on himself. (laughs) (laughs) A mass cure wounds on himself? Yeah. Yeah, I would have done Beer Can of Hope as well, but that would cancel out my other... Oh, yes! Uh, Six and a six and a... And a four, 16, 20 points of healing. Fuck, I wish I had their character sheets in front of me right now because I could could have possibly, I don't know. Um, Well, they're both a little distracted. The dawn light shining on the tower Mm. top uh, is melting their skin and they are, (laughs) they're pressed for time and uh, short on words uh, as they (laughs) scuttle across the tower top. Uh, lurching towards you, Ragyog, fangs bared, the the dawn light searing them. They're they're melting and sizzling as they rush across on all fours, leaping towards you uh, with slavering fangs. Don't make me do it, Sasha. Uh, Sasha with uh, the the black oily tentacles, kind of like expanding out behind her um, comes gliding uh, down and lands on the top of the the tower and places one hand on both of her brothers onto Hans and Bertrand so the three of them standing in front of um, in front of Ragyog and she says Hold on, my brothers. Let's have a chat. They stop perfectly in place as you place your hands on them and the black energy, the oily black energy skin, like skims out over them, covering them and sinking in. And as it settles, their skin stops burning in the light. Who are you? What have you done with Sasha? Why, Ragyard? I am Sasha. No. I've always been Sasha. No. No, it can't be true. I am a Sushin Sush through and through. We must destroy Strahd. Well, yes, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm down with that bit. Um, I'm not sure I'm totally comfortable with what's happening here, though. Ragyog, I must be the new custodian of Barovia. I have to control him. I have to control the Great Old One. You can't control the Great Old One, Sasha. Can't you see they lie? They do nothing but lie. They promised... They promised Strahd he could have Tatiana back and he's been waiting for thousands of years. And he wants Strahd dead. You can't trust the Great Old One. Oh, I trust the Great Old One with my life. He saved me. Time and time again. He saved all of us. Time and time again. We need to kill Strahd. But then what's gonna happen? To be honest, I don't know. Black, oily tentacles, the same as Sasha's, begin to grow out of the back of Hans and Bertrand. 
as Ragyog, you look on in wide-eyed terror. Further below uh, in the depths of the castle, uh, Louise leads Fuck. the mob of, uh, <laughs> of peasants from all across Barovia through the halls, from uh, battle to battle. You've brought this mob together and surged your way uh, through the castle from room to room, slaying zombies and uh, and vampire spawn until you come into a large armory, a huge hall filled with uh, suits of, of armor and weapons adorn the walls. There are tapestries of Strahd's great battles uh, and... Suits and suits? Suits and suits. <laughs> suits and suits and suits. Um, lots of black tentacle suits and suits um, all up and down the sides of the room. There's, there's all kinds of armor, weaponry, sparring items, um, d- uh, practice dummies, all, all the good stuff. And as you, uh, all that good, all that Look, good stuff. Look, it is the good stuff. <laughs> the doors. My friends. Please get the good stuff and wear it, and we will win this war. So the yay, oh, the, the yeah, oh, good stuff. Uh, the the mob <laughs> surges forward, and um, and they start to to grab items off uh, the walls as a, a small figure clad all in full plate mail. Uh, strides out from the other side of the room. So a door at the back opens. This this short figure the the gate is like you recognize it you you know this person you don't you can't see who they are but the the walk there's something about this um this person as they they stride out this is my people and you have led them into into evil uh with your red ways uh, fist lady uh, hang on a second. I recognize that voice. Yes, it's me, Baron Vargo Velakovich, your arch nemesis. <laughs> Wait, I thought you went by a different name, but that is okay. Uh, are you in favor of the liberation of the proletariat, or are no. you... Uh, with the Strad character. No, you could never stand against the might of the nobility. I have led these people and my family has for many generations. Right, well, it is the guillotine for you then. And, uh... Very good then. Come at me, bitch. And he pulls out... <laughs> he pulls out a huge flail, which is way, like, way bigger than he is. And it's, it's really ornately made. It's a big two-handed handle big chain with a, a big spike ball on the end and he starts to swing it with remarkable ease um and he's standing there he's like feet planted little dude full play armor swinging this um this flail around his head it's pretty pretty impressive um the way the way that he's he's swinging it um but as as he is um there is a There's a gust of wind. Oh, I think your uh, your armor is a wee bit gusty, Monsieur. Uh oh. Falakovich! Um <laughs> He says as a misty doorway uh, appears beside him. 
um, and Strahd steps through within his hands. His his hands are clasped together. He's Strahd is smoking, like literally wisps of smoke are coming off him. He looks burnt and and injured, and his hair is frazzled. His uh, clothing is is um, is like seared in spots. There's there's burn marks in it. He looks way more disheveled than you've ever seen him and he's holding a glowing red light between his hands and as you watch he crushes it uh down between his hands into a small uh into a small red gem which he slips into his pocket uh, it's getting a bit of uh sun or pulling off the johnny depp look that is pretty cool yes uh, Strad? Yes, I hear the Johnny Depp look is right in right now. Um, it's real popular. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh. Fit right in with uh, Ellen DeGeneres and such. Um, as if on cue, the doors uh, on the side of the room burst oh, no. open uh, and Ellen DeGeneres uh, and George W. Bush scuttle out as well. Um, a horde of zombies begin to shuffle into the room as Ellen and George W. Bush arm themselves um, with with their favoured weapons, which are Ellen, Miles. Ellen oh, DeGeneres. Oh, good stuff. Ellen, <laughs> <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres uh, arms herself with underpaid uh, assistance. <laughs> <laughs> and George W. Bush arms himself Some shitty painting. with his mighty weapon, um, an overly powerful vice president, as <laughs> they step forward. Just wielding it in his hand. Yes, yes, he yes, yes. He's it's wielding decayed. a little It's dick. a big puppet, though. He's, like, yeah. So he's like, hello. Is it, is it a dick on a chain? Yeah, it's a dick. It's, it's a chainy dick. Um, it's, it's a chain. So he yes. wields his Prince Albert. Yeah. <laughs> um, Luis, your oui? little adventure is over. Well, that is a pity. I was quite good at it, I think. You did okay, but, uh, you know, the natural order of power must reassert itself. If all you of you peasants give up now, perhaps we will spare some of you. The, the mob behind you begins to rabble in fear. Louise turns... And and gives a little look to the crowd around her, filled with fear, and and they there there's a guy missing an arm but still holding a spear. There's there's a a woman like holding her leg that was chopped off, <laughs> and they all amputees. Or- some of the, I mean, it's Some been a hard the, battle. It has been, yeah, they're hard Judge. battles to get. They yeah. all fall over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, you might have had the um, Barovian Paralympic team joining the fight <laughs> in the battle. But many, but many of them are still full-bodied and have come through the fight to this point. And, um, and she turns back to Strahd and says... I'm sorry, I just cannot accept these terms. I think, uh, I think there is no amount of negotiations that you could hope to 
bargain for in this enterprise bargaining agreement. And uh, I think we say no. And um, she casts Spirit Guardians. Oh, cool. Which is um, at a, a final third level spell. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, uh, which which basically you call for spirits to protect you. They fit around you to to a distance of fifteen feet for the duration. If you are good or neutral with spectrum for spectral forms and blah blah blah, you don't need to do that. They're they're good, so they're radiant. so you're good radiant communist school of fish yeah. um, yes. swim into existence. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was going to be like the ghosts of like Karl Marx. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, and it's it's carp marks and. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other puns, <laughs> other fish-based, like uh, cute humor, communist puns, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, they um, they form around the crowd, and the fish swim through all of them um, and launch themselves. I, I, I'm not clear on this spell whether or not it's like. So the fish, the fish swim around you. The light emanating as they surround you uh, yourself, but the light that they give off um, covers the crowd, lights up the the faces around you, and and they are tired and battle weary. But as they see you step forward, you bring hope back into their eyes. And as that that school of fish swims around you, the the aura of strength that naturally just emanates from you now as you have come into your own um, ideology have uh, just, you can see the people around you, they gather closer um, and your two best lieutenants, Greg and Brad, um, sidle up. (laughs) We're, We're with you. We're with you, Louise, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, we're with you. To the end. To the end, comrade. Well, here we go. Um, I don't know. Does does it cast radiant damage? Do I roll that? Uh, no. The, um, the, well, you, you should roll it. Yes, please, actually. Roll the radiant damage as the, the crowd forms up around you. That, uh, that light of courage, that aura... The school of fish, the the bubbling effervescence of your magic around you, the the whole crowd surges forwards with a roar. George George Bush is like, hey, well, if you're not with me, you're against me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, the vampires and uh, the Baron and Strahd all charge forward as the two groups surge to meet each other. Uh, Louise, you and Strahd uh, meet in the centre. You're riding Curly forwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get the drop on Strahd. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, well, I'm going to attack with a... Um, uh, what is it called? Smite. Is that it? Yeah, roll to... Yeah. So you ride in. Uh, what weapon are you using? 
I'm going to use the long sword for this one. Are you floating your shield too? Yeah. Um, is that definitely. plus two long sword you picked up? Yeah. Yeah. In two hands? <laughs> yes. Okay, so because you've been fighting battles through the corridors, you're already all uh, good to go. Your your shield is floating around you and the silver sword flashes in your hands as Curly charges forwards towards Strahd. Sword upright. Fuck yeah. 27 to hit. Yes. The yes. silvery sword arcs through the space. Get um, as the crowd roar and surge forward, their fear now forgotten, they they plunge as around you, you see spears and shiny new halberds, the good stuff, plunge <laughs> into... Good stuff right in there! <laughs> <laughs> uh, plunge into George W. Bush and Lauren... De, uh, De, uh, Lauren DeGeneres. Lauren DeGeneres. Um, well, hey, everybody. How are you going today? That's Ellen's assistant. <laughs> Not so good? Oh, well, I guess I'll die. <laughs> they misunderestimated but me. But first, let's make fun of Cardi B, shall we? Uh. <laughs> you see them uh, striking down uh, the vampire spawn around you as the, the silver sword swings through the air. Okay, roll me all I, the damages. I rolled a, a 10, which is the most I can do, plus 5, 15. Great, and your smite damage, please. Oh, fuck, how do I do that? You roll more dice. Spell slots deal 2d8 extra radiant damage. Wow. <laughs> Five. <laughs> so what's the total? Uh, so 20. And I guess if it's against Strahd, it's an extra five for radiant. So 25 in total? Yep. Uh, so the, the sword swings through the air, the, the shimmering light of your holy power... Uh, surrounding it, the, like a trail of effervescence as the, the sword swings through the air and strikes down into Strahd as he reaches up to claw at Curly. No, you do not touch the horse. Uh, the sword strikes in and Strahd um, staggers under its um, under the blow. It's it's mighty, but it, as it buries into it, to his uh, the base of his neck, into his clavicle, his his body opens up, and as you draw the sword out, the effervescence bubbles out of the wound, but you immediately see it begin to knit together uh, as he reaches up and slashes at Curly. Do you get any more attacks or? Um, I think. I think because he's come into the range of the um, spirit guardians as well. Yep. Um, so I'll roll that for you. Right. 12. And that's radiant damage as well. So I imagine that's... Yes. Uh, so the, the fish um, swing around, swim around him, nipping at him, slicing through him. Yeah. And they're cool. whispering... <laughs> fascist pig, fascist pig, fascist, fascist pig. You're a fascist, fucking fascist. Fuck out. Um, as he reaches up, they slice. You see the fish slicing through, and he's sort of reaching through this school that swirls around you, and the the fish slice across his arm, and you see the the wounds immediately begin to knit up, but. There's so many fish swimming around him. They slice his cheek. They slice his arm, um, his chest. His his clothes start to hang around him as they get ripped apart by the fish. Oh, uh, I can attack twice. Yes, you can. Do you want to do that other one? 
Yes. Oh. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Not as good that time. Eleven. Okay, and the they're hacking at him as he reaches up for Curly. You swing your blade down, and he catches uh, he catches it this time in his hand. Blood runs down his arm from gripping the silver blade, and a little so sizzle, a little sizzle of smoke <laughs> comes out um, of his hand. He he looks up at you. I don't have time for this. I've got to kill your friends. I'll be back later. He lets go of the sword and steps back, opening another shadowy doorway and stepping through as the combat grows around you. Um, and a form swinging a huge mace steps forward. Uh, what's your armor class? 22. Um, yeah, wow. 22. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Nice. Must be that colander on your head. Colander. Yeah, I think it's the colander. She. They went through the kitchens, and uh... Uh, the Baron steps forward, swinging the the huge flail. The first one bounces off your shield, but the second one swings in and cracks Curly right on the knee, um, shattering Curly's knee. Curly goes down uh, onto onto one, or like down onto his knees in a, a horrible whinny of pain. Aww. Ah, fuck it! You stupid <laughs> whore! You have messed with the wrong horse this day, and you will pay for that, you stupid pig! And, um, she launches forth, um, and stroking Curly on her way, her way down, um, Good horsey. Um, and launches into attack this motherfucker. It's a 14 hit. Probably not. No. Can I go again? Yes, two attacks. 17? Yes, yeah. 17 hits. Yes. Yeah. And that, uh, it's two-handed. Seven. Seven points. And Underwhelming. Are you going to smite him? Yeah, why not? So the, he swings in, cracking Curly's leg. You leap across the back of Curly. Give him a nice little pat uh, on the neck as you fly through the air. Your first swing, um, the sword ricochets off the shoulder plate. But and you, she, she, she follows the momentum of the first swing and comes back around, like sort of like a pirouette. And then as she she comes back around the smite kicks into effect and she's like cast as a silhouette into a big red background and she comes back around and just swings straight at the knees of this fuckhead. Okay, how much damage did you do? Um, uh, uh, seven plus 12. Yes, okay, 19 points of damage. You slice into his knees, cutting into the back of the leg plates, and he drops, drops to the ground, screaming, No, this is not supposed to be like this. I'm part of the ruling class. Uh, I'm part of the Boothworthy. You can't do this to me. And she turns to the crowd and says, Would you like to do the honours? The crowd. No, we're doing it too. It's all of us. Give him the good stuff. Give him the chair. The crowd leaps on and just 
tear him apart. (laughs) They just grab his limbs. He's lifted up on top of the crowd in quite a, a horrific, bloody sight. He's just literally torn limb from limb uh, by the crowd and there's a there's a spray of blood in the air and a, a, a misty red haze fills the room and as, it spells dpr curse of stra no it's just it's just it's just the spray of blood that accompanies any changing of ideology yeah. george bush uh, leans over to ellen degeneres and says I'm telling you, there's an enemy that would like to attack America. Americans, again, there just is. That's the reality of the world. And I wish him all the very best. (laughs) (laughs) Washington, D.C., January 12th. Is that an actual quote? Yes. That's amazing. Okay, so further, deeper down in the castle. Um, the funny thing is he actually said it to Ellen DeGeneres. When he was a guest on her show. At the baseball. <laughs> well, here's a photo that we got of you as a little boy. <laughs> oh, wait. That was 2000. And- Two thousand. Oh, no, right when before was, you became that's a when man. I was still the devil. Yeah, no, no. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> let's play a fun game. Okay. Yeah. How about a game of Uno? <laughs> yeah. Careful, Danny. We might lose a few George Bush fans. Oh, well, that's fine. They're having I'm this conversation as the crowd just stabs <laughs> them with the good stuff repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> Their bodies collapse. All right. Yes. Let's have a quick disco break, everybody. Come on, on your feet. <laughs> I'm the commander, see? I don't need to explain. I do not need to explain why I say things. That's the interesting thing about being the president. Maybe somebody oh, how good's the black needs to explain to me why I they say something. I, I, I don't know. I'm confused. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me thrice. You don't get fooled again. Oh, my God. Just wait. There's one. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the that's the title of the episode. Oh. Oh. <laughs> can coexist peacefully? <laughs> As his bowels are ripped from his body. Oh, oh. oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. <laughs> oh god, that's okay. Deeper in the castle, uh, Irina um, walks down the stairs, led by the light of um, of Sunny, the the sun sword. How's that for brightness? Up, down. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> what does what does forty look like? Uh huh. Right, okay, let's... now forty one. Yep. Forty uh, again. Forty one. Better, or worse, worse, one or two, one or two, one, two, mm. one, one or two. Uh, <laughs> show me two again. Is there two? a three? Oh, there's a three. That's my. Oh, that's, that's perfect. I, I okay, I can definitely. Yeah. Yep. That's my mood. My that's my mood lighting. Okay, great. Oh, it's like a selfie light. I wish I had my camera right there. Perfect mood lighting as you descend <laughs> down the secret uh, staircase uh, behind the fireplace. It leads you down uh, and down further down into the castle than where you ended up with the bell all the way down to a it it takes you a few like it takes a long time to walk down this this long winding staircase with nothing but the sword uh, and the light around you the mossy stones pass by and it, it it feels like forever you're just hearing your own footsteps until you come to an opening there's no door just an opening 
The doorway leads into a corridor, equally dark, but at the end you can see torches burning in sconces. As you follow the corridor down, you can feel the draft of open rooms on either side, but they are in total darkness. And the light, while it pierces in there, it doesn't reach the other side. These rooms are are extremely large on the sides. You hear nothing except your own footsteps as you walk forward towards the flickering torchlight. And as you step forward, you know, it's nice sometimes to just walk in silence. You know, you don't need to talk the whole time. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's like kind of being together, but sort of being alone at the same time. Yeah. 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 These catacombs are super creepy. Yeah. Big, too. Must have uh, shaky foundations up there. It's a big cavity underneath the main hall, is all I mean. Structurally, it's a pretty good feat of engineering. Just thinking. thinking I mean, I just knew that Strahd (laughs) would be into fracking. You know what I mean? Ah, classic Strahd. Classic Strahd. On we go. <laughs> An awkward silence stretches. Yeah, good to just uh, walk in silence and not. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's good fill to, the um... to fill the fill the space with <laughs> words. Or... <clears throat> oh, my shoelace is untied. Oh yeah, no, I, I, you probably put, put me down for a little bit. That's probably. probably good. <laughs> And the rabbit goes in the hole. I miss tying shoes. All right, on again. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the, the, The awkward silence stretches longer, just adding to the tension of this moment as you walk down the corridor towards the flickering torchlight at the end. I don't know whether I want to kill Strahd or kill myself right now. (laughs) Um, You step out into a large chamber, the walls and ceiling all covered in old white bones. Oh, I thought you were going to say, well, white men. They might, they're they're the bones from old white men. The bones of old white men. It's Strahd's one redeeming. Uh, <laughs> um, the bones they're, they're ancient bones of, of fallen enemies some are hacked and, and broken but they all have been placed together stuck on the walls and ceiling so this this huge cavernous space is just just absolutely covered in in these these dry old bones torches burn in um, in stands on either side of the room, which which casted a flickering, a flickering light, a flickering glow, and the light of the sword fills the space and reflects off all of the white around and you. And that's at seventy two percent. Feels pretty good to me. I think the white's making a bit of a difference too. Yeah, it's a kind of a oh, harsh things. bounce back. Yeah, well, it's incredibly dry in this room. There's there's almost no moisture in the air at all, and ahead of you you hear the the rattle of chains you can see two uh two bone coffins elaborately carved uh, and set up both on separate dioceses at the back of the room you've seen these before one is strad's coffin 
and the other has the carved likeness of Irina. But in front of them, two men hang from chains. They're bound by chains, by their hands to the roof above, and you can see they've been stripped naked and beaten bloody. Their bodies are covered. You can tell George W. Bush lives in this castle, can't you? They've got. Yes, you can. They've they've got they're beaten bloody. They've they've got uh, wounds all over them, dried and caked blood. There there are massive bruises, and you can see their legs have been broken. Um, their arms uh, are, are barely hanging in the sockets. Their heads hang low. One is larger than the other, but both have long hair. The the larger one, long black hair, and the smaller, long blonde hair. And as you look you notice defining features about them. The one with the long black hair, one arm, demonic in nature, much more muscled than the other. <gasps> and the second hanging has a face with high cheekbones and an aquiline nose. Is Mark, is Mark and Isaac hang chained to the ceiling. Between them, a small cage sits. Their, their feet just touch the ground next to this, this small cage. And there's a small figure scuttling around, clawing at the bars, ravenous, emaciated, starving. Mo throws herself at the bars, slavering fangs gnashing at the metal that surrounds her, desperate for the blood that drips from the two corpses, the two unconscious men that hang on either side. Let me at him! Let me at him! My God! Irina, I'm so sorry. Uh. Use me to cut him, cut, cut him down, your brothers, I mean. Uh, her eyes kind of flicker between all the different, amazing, wonderful, stupendous options she has. Which one will be more torturous than the last? All right. Brothers first, then we'll deal with Mo, then we'll distract, okay? That's plan A, B, and C, and D all together. No arguments for me. So he makes a launch to um, wield Sunny to cut the brothers down. As you stride forward, the, the hall's quite long, so there's, there's about um, 50 feet between you and the um, and the hanging figures in the cage. And as you step forward, a misty doorway appears just behind, um, just behind Moe's cage. Strad steps through, a gaping wound on his shoulder. He's burnt, slashed in many places, his hair hangs ragged around him, his, his skin pink from freshly healing all around his scalp and face. He looks tired. Oh, Irina, you have put me to such trouble. I, I hoped it would not come to this. All I wanted was for you to love me. You have a choice. You can have the ones that you love still around you while you give yourself to me 
or you can be alone in this world forever. Which will it be? He places his hand on the cage. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, just repeat that again. So wh- I-, I had a plan A and a plan B and a plan C. Um, and then you kind of were here and that's had to shuffle things Enough. a bit. Enough! Give yourself to me and I will let your loved ones live. But if you do not, if you refuse me this final time, you'll watch your precious friend tear your brothers apart. Oh, fuck. Um, right. Uh, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, just the non-consent thing. Um, I don't really want to give myself to Sonny. Sonny, is he is he is he fucking with me right now, or do you think we can actually take him? We can take him. I know, right? That's what, exactly what I was thinking. We're so Look at think. him. I don't know why I was so yeah, awkward right? before. I know. It's just, just acknowledging the moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this. Look at him. All right. Look He's at half him. done. Fine. He's so done, right? He's toast. You have made your choice. As he looks at you. A single blood tear runs down his cheek as he flexes and rips the iron cage out of the ground. It flicks up over his head and smashes into the bone wall behind him as Mo leaps into action, reaching up to the two bodies beside her. Okay, can you two please roll initiative for me? Irina and Sunny. Four. (laughs) <laughs> Ten. <laughs> uh, what do I get? Three. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Nice. We did D D good. Uh, we did D. It's like a low scoring grand final. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All you gotta um, be is one point ahead of them. That's it. Um, so Mo begins to leap up as you run forwards towards uh, Strad and uh, your brothers. Mo, um, the, the cage reaches, like flips up as you bring the sword up and start to charge forward. Sunny, you get the first go. So you cross the distance uh, very like quickly. You're able to cross the distance easily. Um so you're within uh, striking distance. Of Strahd? Yes. The sword flashes. So, so Strahd, this Mo is about to kill Ismark and um, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the sword flashes in Arena's hands. Uh, it's not clear whether or not it's kind of... Uh, it's it's moving or uh, it's a blur. Uh, it's moving or if she's moving it, but it flashes and it uh, comes up in a wide arc and um, tries to connect with Mo with a twenty-eight. Oh, yes. Um, and I'm guessing she's undead at this point. She is. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, all right, that makes that. Uh, so that's so uh, that's that's one uh, d eight plus nine radiant damage. So that 
That's an uh, that was an eight on the dice plus nine radiant damage plus another one d eight radiant damage against undead. So I'll do that right now. Uh, roll, and it's another four points of radiant damage. So, <laughs> yep. Um, the blade slashes into Mo as she reaches up and it sizzles through her undead flesh uh, like a hot knife through butter. The, the oh, radiant... My flesh! It's like a hot knife through butter! Um, the radiant energy <laughs> slicing into her and the, the light from the blade itself um, burning her as she cowers back before it. She looks up at you, Mo, with tears in her eyes as she... Irina. Uh, sorry, she looks up at Irina. <laughs> what do you mean? We are so different. <laughs> <laughs> um, she can't believe that you've struck her even in this form. She's still alive, though. Uh, and oh. Uh, as Irina kind of uh, looks at Mo... Uh, the sword still in motion comes back around and um, with a 13 probably misses, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. So second attack misses. There you go. The blade Irina swings Irina sees around. the flash of uh, Mo and just she falters and can't, can't go through with that second. Screen. Changes the direction. Yeah, cool. Oh, God. Stupid friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Mo scuttles back. The the sunlight is melting her flesh and and you can see her her face begin to soften and blister as the the light burns her. But she looks she looks at you, Irina. Come on. Let me eat your family. (laughs) <laughs> or you well, just have a little fine. bit I swear I'll just have a, a little nibble and then I'll be on my way I swear no um nope she's um ah uh, where is where is everybody else uh so Ismark and uh, Izek are either side of you uh, yeah. They're hanging from chains. They're both unconscious. Strahd is just behind Mo, and Mo is on the ground in front of you, cowering and burning. Cool. Um, yep. I want to cast uh, a Wall of Fire, um, which is a big between me, between like uh, me and my brothers, and Mo and Strahd. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, you move your hands and a line of flame just ripples across the ground and sheets up into this huge curtain of flame which oh, separates ah. Sorry. you from Strahd and Mo. I just thought of a different thing to do, but that's all right. Um, the, the flames uh, crackling give, give off light into the chamber um, and you see the backs of your brothers begin to smoke due to the ah. proximity of the flaming wall. Um, Can as I the get flames them down, please? leap up uh, into the air, um, you 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 feel safer with Strahd on the other side until he just walks straight through. 
his clothes catching fire, his gaze never leaving you as he walks implacably towards you. He reaches out. Do I get to do six to hit? I think that hits. Yep. (laughs) How many hit points do you have, Arena? Thirty-three. Okay, you take twenty points of damage as his hand reaches out and grabs your your wrist, your forearm, your right forearm that's clutching the sword. His hand snakes out and grips it and begins to squeeze. Begins to squeeze. And that you can feel the bones in your arm grate together as you take 22 points of damage. Did I say that? 20. 20? You take 20 points of damage. Pain lances up your arm as his other arm, his other hand strikes out towards you. So the arm that's holding the sword is, is being crushed. Pinned. Yeah. Um, and, and the other arm is. Uh, 19 to hit. Hit. He grabs you by the arm and pulls you forwards, his mouth opening, his fangs bared Mm -hmm. as he sinks them into your neck. Oh, shit! Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You take... 11 points of damage as he begins to draw your life force out of you you feel the blood begin to flow from your neck it runs down your neck and your chest as he holds you in place the light from the sword all around him burning him he's still standing in the wall of fire it's flames licking up around him melting his back and his hair as he bites into you, drinking your blood. Uh, okay. Sunny. Ah, well, the arm's pinned, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm... Uh, Sonny tries as hard as uh, he can to... Uh, to... to wheel and spin and, and, and direct... Irina's movements to stab with force and power into Strahd's body. Its proximity is making the sword glow and the the light uh, increases, increases until it's kind of flickering and and, and, and pulsating and it feels um, quite bright, Uh, is quite bright. Um, But the arm is pinned and... Do you want to give um, me an opposed strength check? Yeah, my strong sword. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, it's, no, it's, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I th- the dice roll looked good and then it wasn't. It's an eight. <laughs> um, I got an eight as well. The, um, the sword, the arm, the muscles of the arm ripple as you take some control over Irina's arm, trying to force... Strad's arm back Um, a struggle ensues as you flick around (laughs) 
uselessly just on mental the image of Irina like Irina is like like le- like uh you know neck akimbo like just back completely <laughs> open side is strike like just taking his fill like he's getting the good stuff right and everything <laughs> okay. about her is just arcing backwards she's gone floppy she's going pale all of her bones start to start to um snap and crinkle like she's like you know flexing her fingers but the one hand is going crazy with the sword flailing <laughs> around everywhere <laughs> that's just the mental image i have right now i just that's thought that's the give one it to you. that's good um uh but then unable to strike out with the blade uh he casts magic missile on Strahd <laughs> shoots a magic missile at Strahd I want to yeah, cast yeah. magic missile go for it yeah go on then go oops um okay uh, I'm guessing it's a dex to hit no it? uh yeah it's, a, it's just a spell to hit yeah okay does like a missile come out of the side of the blade just out of the pommel, surely. Yeah, out of the pommel. <laughs> yeah. Is it <laughs> Photon torpedoes. <laughs> it's like Magic Mike, so it's like it oozes out. <laughs> Gyrates <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm about this. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, roll, damn ya. Okay. Plus eight. Okay. 18 plus 8 is 26 to hit. Yep, that hits. Great. Uh, and that's a total of about two points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Yeah, it's a one the magic missile sears into uh, Strahd as he chuckles and um, <laughs> continues to drink uh, Irina's blood. Irina... Your eyes flicker as you near unconscious. You know that if you, if you, if he drinks you into unconsciousness again, then the next round's on you. (laughs) You won't come back. (laughs) And you feel that as your last thought, as blackness closes in around you. Strahd sheds another tear of blood as he drops your limp body to the ground. A pool of blood surrounds you as you lay in the center of his cold, dry crypt, finally within his power. Your body falls to the floor and your hand falls to the ground. The sword hilt in its grasp. And as your hand hits the ground, your fingers move and you gently caress the pommel. And I come back to life! Ah! Hey, I'm in here too. Ah! Uh, is the hand free from Strahd, Strahd's? Yeah, he's dropped her. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. I say that in my head internally. I become very quiet. Um, hey, should, should we play possum for a bit? Like, just pretend to be dead and then just when he's least expecting it, we'll, we'll pounce and get him right in the back or something? 
Yes, the old Harry Potter. Love that shit. Yes. Open, open your left. Let's open our left eye just a little bit and have a look. Okay, yeah, just a little crack. Mm -hmm. All right. Where is uh, with what's Strahd doing right now? Where is he right now? He's got so his back to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Strahd turns away from you as the 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 curtain of flame winks out. Well, <laughs> I guess I have no use for any of you anymore. Pathetic. He looks down at Mo and lifts his foot and stamps down on her chest as she scrambles backwards, her chest cavity crumpling inwards. Blood splatters all around her <laughs> as she falls into the true death. I think now's our chance. Let's go. All right. Um, should we, should we do a forward roll? Yeah. All right, cool. Ta-da. <laughs> 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 forward with, roll and she forward rolls. She with jerky, rolls jerky ass movements. This unconscious pale body like shuffles <laughs> forward okay, and rolls forwards <laughs> and stands I really am up. Very, very weak. Okay. Um, uh, Irina, you're you're still like you can speak to Sunny in your mind, but you are very much unconscious um, and very much not in control of your body at this moment. It's only through the possession of the sword that you're able to move damn your uh, hamstrings are loose there nice and flexible i'm enjoying <laughs> this i tell you what um, what can i say i do my squats <laughs> you, can, you can tell and sunny <laughs> the blade uh, wielded Big by thighs save lives <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so uh as he tries to as they try to drive the sun sword into the, right into um, Strahd's back as he turns and you hear the crash. So, so usually you would just take over a body and mind of a meat puppet, Sonny, right? Yes. So usually when you take over a body, you would take over the body and mind. But this time, because it is your friend, because mm. you have had so many long and awkward silences together, um, you... You take over the body, but the mind remains strong. Irina is still riding there with you, and you have lived through countless meat puppets. Uh, you have uh, have carried them along, and you know how to carry a consciousness along. You wrap Irina up and shuffle her forwards to the forefront of her mind as you move the body forwards, the blade leaping out towards Strahd's back. Roll to attack. 29 to hit. The sword plunges right through Strahd's back. His, yeah, roll me damage. Right on. Um, should I just make the second attack now? Sure, yeah. Yeah, cool, let's, let's, let's get it all together. Uh, and that's a 19 for the second attack. That is, that is a hit. As a hit, yeah. um, Irina's mind well, is kind of might, swimming a little bit. Let's let's She's thinking about her brothers and have another little attack. How about that? She's thinking about Mo. She, yeah, she's, th she's making an attack for every one of the fallen friends. Thirteen doesn't hit the third time, but the fourth time <laughs> is a fourteen. Also misses, but the first two are good. It's beyond. Damn. Okay. Um, 
that is uh, nine points of radiant plus um, seven points of regular plus another uh, four points of regular, nine points of radiant plus another. You're going to give me the totals, right? Um, sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was. This is for the spreadsheet podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Do you want the radiant separately to the regular yeah. or no? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's like cool. Doing my taxes. So seven. Hang on. One sec. One sec. Uh, Carry the four. Eleven points of regular damage. Yeah. And then um, forty. Forty. Um, yep. Forty. <laughs> Four points of radiant damage. Okay. Um, you move Irina's body forwards and your reluctance to take over means your movements are jerky. And the first slash, like you stab towards Strahd and you miss. The The body doesn't move. The hamstrings are too loose. The body doesn't move <laughs> in the way that you expected. Um, and as you draw the sword back, Strahd startles and turns to look at you shock just painting his face the blade reaches back and as the the light in the the radiance in the blade the light in the blade surges that connection between the magic that the blade holds and Irina's soul sparks and the blade ignites brighter than ever before the light Irina you see at the end of the dark tunnel of unconsciousness you begin to swim upwards towards it as Sunny directs the first strike straight through Strahd's chest the sword brightens and glows and flames leap outwards his chest glowing with heat and radiance the sword draws back and black blood pours down Strahd's chest and out of his mouth as he coughs, coughs up chunks of blood. Irina, you surface as the sword is drawn back. And as soon as Sunny feels the consciousness of Irina return, he relinquishes control and is now just a sword again. A shocked breath fills your lungs as the sword reaches back, gripped in your hand. (gasps) You swing forwards, the sword arcing through the air with brilliant light as it slices into Strahd's neck, severing his head from his body. (laughs) Strahd. Kiss it on the way down. (laughs) <laughs> she just locks his eyes <laughs> and it, it's like it's, but she has to do it as the, as the head is kind of sliding off the body so she starts front and centre it's like oh there it goes oh, follow it down yes and she just gets to watch him watch her he's still got that shocked look on his face he looks like a goddamn fool looks like Tucker Carlson trying to understand people the head falls to the ground with a wet thump. But after the first bounce, the body and the head dissipate into smoke, 
It swirls up in front of you, Irina, as you stagger forward, wounded, bleeding, barely holding on to consciousness. The form swirls down into his coffin and coalesces. Laid back, his hands crossed across his chest, his eyes closed. Oh, he looks like he's sleeping. And she walks over to the coffin and raises the sword into the air with both hands directly above Strahd and plunges it once again into him, into his crypt. This is for Barovia. As you plunge the sword down, he sits up and grabs your wrist. He looks at you. Irina, I only wanted to love you. Kill me if it pleases you, but know this, if I die, you will unleash a darkness far worse than I into this world. My curse will be lifted, but it will be shared with every creature in existence. You need me. You all need me. His grip is weak and the sword pushes slowly into his chest as he utters these last words. The light of the sword ripping through him. We don't need you. We only need each other. His body begins to glow, cracks forming all across his skin as he begins to burn up, break up into ash that floats on the air in front of you. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get it now. You need us. You think you're so powerful. It's been us the whole time. We did it. We are more powerful than you. We actually fucking did it. Oh my God, we did it. He's gone. Far above the castle. Do you want to go for smoothies or? <laughs> far, far I thought you were going to say castle. a smoko because I could murder a durry right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Far above what? the castle, the clouds above begin to dissipate. Light, late evening light streams into Barovia for the first time in a millennia. The clouds part and light shines down on the tallest tower of Castle Ravenloft. Ragyog, you are backed against the parapet as this light strikes through the clouds and reaches you, the setting sun ahead of you in the distance, silhouetting Sasha, Hans and Bertrand. What is this? Ragyog. You have to join me. We have to protect the realm. Sasha, you feel the power of the great old one surge within you. You feel the full force of the great old one's gaze upon you. You know 
but Strahd is dead. You also know that this power, this boon of the Great Old One is too much to bear alone. I thought that we, we had to go get Strahd. He's gone. All right, then, well, the great old one is free. No. Unless we contain him. I can't do this alone. I'm not going to be a servant of the great old one. They lie, Sasha. Find somebody else. You have to find somebody else. You don't understand. The Thander offers hope and rebirth. We live in a world, a polytheistic world. You can have your God. I don't have to have the great old one. But I thought we could do it together. No, Sasha. You thought wrong. But Ragyal, it's me. You don't want to do it with me? We could control it all. We could hold him back. But at what cost? What cost? Sasha. I can't do it alone. Rage fills you, Sasha. Rage that is not your own. Black, boiling rage that you know is part of this boon that you cannot control on your own. It fills you from the toes. Well then, if you won't be a part of this, then maybe the three Suchin Suchas shall reign. And she places a hand onto Ragyog's chest, onto his heart, and pushes him. <clears throat> and as I tip over backwards over the edge of the parapet, I say, In the dawn, beauty reigns, and the way is clearer. And I let myself tip and fall backwards. and fall towards the earth. As Ragyog falls, the sun touches the valley of Barovia, bringing new light and a new beginning.
<laughs> we did it. We done did it. Ah, Greg. Greg. Oh. Greg. Greg, can you be a the master of dungeon masters? Yeah, master was more masterful. dungeon, Greg. Bam. Thank I you. wish we could Thank submit you. that for an Emmy. For fuck's sake, right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I can't believe Ragyog just you rolled oh, with it. Rolled with it. That was I amazing. Was so surprised. That was perfect. Yeah. Oh, what am I gonna do? You've got I. There was no. It was beautiful, man. It no, was, that was so wonderful. So, but that's so the thing. Good. Like, I did not want to at all. Yeah. Uh, but you, you're all booned up. There's nothing. I'm so happy. I was looking at you. I was so. I was looking at you, going, "He's he won't like he's not going to." Ragyog would never do that. Yeah, no way. It's not right. Wow. Couldn't kill her either. Yeah, I couldn't kill yeah. her. And but yeah. I thought like I I for a split second on the way down I thought about blowing the raven whistle again, but I think it's just better left, nah, left uh, ambiguous. Dead. You don't you never see yeah. it fall, but also yeah. like that's the decision. It was really nice, really nice way to end mm. it. Mm. Yeah, really, really see nice. my 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 thing about it is like you killed me. I, I've. Has the guilt? Well, I feel it's it's just a recurrence. <laughs> it's it's a, a repetition. So just as fucking Tatiana mm. fell from the <gasps> cliff, yeah. I oh did think God. the same thing earlier. And yeah. now Fuck. the new the new uh, ruler. I had the same thought. And I didn't so whether fucking um, Ragyog comes back in a, another form, you know, and. Whether his soul's um, trapped in Barovia now. Right. And Sasha's constantly trying to find it. Like, I felt like there was a really nice. It's a nice symbiosis of, there. Yeah. Ooh, it's a nice cyclical. So good. Hey, this is the uh, dissection where we. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is where we pat each other on the back. Oh, my God. I mean, what else are we going to do? If we're going to do it, it's going to be this episode that we do it the most in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gee whiz, well, we finished. We fucking finished. That was really finished. nice. That was a really nice, uh, really nicely collaboratively done, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm, it was I'm, really good. I'm proud of the kind of time and space we all gave each other and and, and finding our own moments and not having to, uh, not, not I don't know, like there's a lot of pressure with a last episode in particular to, or a finale in particular to make it something extra and, and, and really squeeze something out of it. But I think we're all calm and like, into mm. letting it unfurl and, and having our moments in there and, and and trying to lift keep keep pushing keep lifting each other up when we had the opportunity. I thought there was a good amount of um really great amount mm. of um picking up of offers and teamwork there. So I'm really mm. yeah, feeling the feeling the warm and fuzzies on that one. Yeah, it was um I think it was improved by the colander on my head. Dude, honestly, I, that most I have are. to say, yes, I was looking I'm, at I'm it. I'm proud that you put that on the entire time. You did. You wore it the whole game. <laughs> yeah, it's very hot under. It's yeah. so much commitment. Yeah. It does look like uh, <laughs> like a filter, like a, a like. I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess like one of those like Snapchat little filters. Snapchat filters that's like cold or on head. Look out! <laughs> look out! That is what it looks like. Yeah. That's one yeah. spin on a holy helmet, isn't it? Mm. Uh, well, it's the helmet of the Get working out. class, isn't Get it? Get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you satisfied with that, Greg? In I would like to reserve judgment until I've listened back to it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, fair. Just, just initial feelings, like just. No, it feels good. It feels good. The the, <laughs> the cyclical gut, thing. Gut reaction. Danny was talking about the pushing off the edge. Mm. That Ragyog was the only character left from the start and mm. 
we leave him in that sort of spot um that Irina um that Irina killed Strad with mm. Sunny and with Sunny's help you know that mm-hmm. she felt that pang of defeat at the last moment and then with the help of her friends got up and and fought on um all mm-hmm. all of the you know um that Louise actually led a socialist revolution mm-hmm. all of those things mm-hmm. um yeah it feels like it feels really it feels good it feels complete but it, i always feel like at the end of a campaign whenever i've done it it just feels a bit anticlimactic afterwards like i feel so built up um and then i guess i'm always just sad at the end, mm. I'm always sad to say goodbye to the story. Well, um, I think we all do, and you more so than any of us, do mm. so much thinking and imagining about where it might go, the possibilities, all the backstory, all the additional, like, but so much world building that never gets to see the light of day, you know. Um, mm. uh, so, like, it would feel, I imagine, at the end of a, a campaign, it's like there's so much left on the table, but, you know, that's they're all the foundations that build towards the 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 castle of the podcast that we make so you know yeah it's it's like a bit of it's an iceberg you know yeah you're never gonna know the entire sort of thing you just kind of get the the little bit at the top that the titanic crashes into and i think i think actually that when when kate winslet is doing that thing when she's (laughs) sitting on the um the mantelpiece and she pushes the mantelpiece is We are Kate Winslet, <laughs> right? And mm. and Greg is um Leo is Leo, <laughs> and we're holding him, sacrificing himself, <laughs> freezing to death. You're keeping me alive. And we <laughs> let go of him, and even though his hand is frozen as out, so we actually have to kind of like winch it Heal off, him you off. know. Yeah, and yeah. then he, mm. and then you drop to the depths of the ocean. Watch and, his but cold, you're dead all, the whole corpse. time. You He's are thinking, also. Are you sure that Leo couldn't have also? Fit. Been on, fit on the mantelpiece. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that for us, Lauren. I feel like I really. <laughs> that was You're beautiful, right. Lauren. No. <laughs> no, Lauren. I feel like Kate Winslet kind of just does the shh <laughs> on Jack's face. Just pushes him down. Pushes him yeah. down. Into okay. The I really meant the iceberg bit. Everything else after that, I was <laughs> Yeah, the no, metaphor is many layers deep under the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much like an iceberg. Like, much like uh, an iceberg. Lettuce. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan, tell us about that whole thing. Cause I feel like mm. there was, you know, th- we didn't, th- the, the depths of your connection to the great old one. That was, that was a big revelation in that episode. Yeah. You guys have been scheming. Not <laughs> overly a little bit of scheming, but it was <laughs> like, what? More, what? What do you mean? It was more so I would tell greg ideas about like um the such and such family yeah and- we've been scheming since bertrand died 100%. yeah fuck no uh, hundred percent schemers not since bertrand but well, just a little little bit uh, yeah since uh, like, i mean uh, we, we've been discussing about like what the characters are and i, I kind of feel like it very naturally built towards it like hmm. because i mean the great old one is actually a part of the um the module, right? Oh is, it, is he in the story or not? Or is that something no, that you not, just put in not there? Not really. What? Yeah, right. See, I didn't know that. Oh Christ. Right. 
Yeah. Are they in the story? There is like a thing. <laughs> I think there's a bit what of it. What was supposed to happen? That, that's what I would have done. <laughs> you just kill what is, Strahd. What, is a, you, what is a normal Curse of Strahd campaign? Well, the Great like? Old One isn't as active. I was supposed to live. The Great Old One isn't as active and he's like, it's not the Great Old I can't remember what it what it is, it's, but it's it's a similar it's, sort of idea it's, that's it's trapped in the It's a pretty good young one. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, good middle-aged yeah. one. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So there's, slight, then, there's slight modifications. But I didn't I, know you were going to do that. I didn't know you were going to do like that sort of level of connection with the great old one or take to be on honest, the, neither did I. The colors I, or of, the tentacles or any of that. I don't yeah, the, the, the colors. Oh, Danny, and neither the tenta- did you. You've been no, talking the colors for ages and the tentacle- about how you know exactly what you're going to do. The colors do. and the tentacles. I can't wait to get into tonight's game. I've got so <laughs> many plans. Last week's dissection. I'm going to fucking kill some people. Okay, now he do Danny as George Bush. <laughs> he didn't He didn't do any yeah, well, of his plans. If you're though. not with me, you're against me. I didn't. He, he was going to twin spell disintegrate you. At, oh, no, Strahd. And it didn't didn't happen. Oh, right? what's that Freudian slip, Greg? <laughs> I actually thought about doing it to you at the end, but mm. the whole um, what I was trying to say, yes, I had thought about doing the whole uh, black tentacles and that sort of thing, and kind of tr- getting more of the boon or more connected with them. But like when I did the voice, uh, kind of doing a bit more great old one kind of voice, that was actually kind of just in the moment. I just just like, oh, you know uh, what? Now I've changed yeah. my clothes, so I kind of feel like, you know, n- new new clothes, new me, new voice. You know, like had a real um doc oct mm-hmm. kind of um vibe mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. Was, and the flying up over the edge was super cool too, particularly yeah, after you'd just done it, rag. Ben, yeah, ben exactly. and then he does it as like yeah, but well. cooler. All right, whatever. <laughs> but there was always that tension between like absolutely the great old has... one and Lathander, yeah. and yeah. you know that that great old one boon would always came at a cost, and you know that um, you got explained. What's his face explained to Morty. you? Mordenkainen explained to you about. That someone needs to be here for the great old one to yeah. keep him in check. So you knew, like you knew all of it, like all of those pieces were already in place. It was just about that end point, how you how you dealt with it. Yeah. yeah. I just I I don't think Yeah. I don't think Ragyog could in good conscience, um, in order to control the I probably should have role-played this a bit more, but in order to control the great old one, be the one who who says yes and then, like, is in charge of which souls go where and stop souls from from going through to meet their gods. Like, I don't mm. think that's not not for him. Yeah. I, don't think. I originally thought that he would because you'd spoken about, like, the haunted house where you robbed people and, like, yeah, um, that part of the backstory, which I thought stealing a wallet's different from preventing a soul from reaching its, you know, uh, mm. maybe ultimate maybe point. Point point taken. Yep. Uh, <laughs> on that, the, maybe, uh, but the stakes are a little bit higher. There was there was room yes. for like a push in yes. that direction. Wall you know and I mean? Sasha Shaw Who gave it to the me. question. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you got asked the question for way longer than. Sasha or anyone else. You, yeah. You, you dealt with that for a long time. And it was great that you made that choice and like stuck with it and it matched your character. Mm. And then you played mm. it right to the end, right to being pushed off and not 
fighting back, mm. being pushed off the top of the parapet. It was very Gandhi-esque. Is... Like it had a sort of, you know, passive <laughs> resistance type I do imagine thing. Ragnarok looking a little bit like Gandhi, just ever so slightly. <laughs> yeah, um, I, <gasps> I had Death Ward cast on me. Oh, you By did too. So, what does that mean? <laughs> when I hit the ground, so... anything that reduces me to zero hit points, I'm still on one. I'm still alive. <laughs> oh, no way. And only people who have made it this far will know that. Oh, my God. Well, that means there's a Curse of Strahd volume two, so that's good. Well, we'll have to do an epilogue anyway. So we'll have yeah. to do a little... Um, I was really sad, though, after of where all the characters go. Letting myself well, fall there. I was like, oh. I kind of really, yeah. Maybe not. I mean, maybe it's great that it. you're alive, but the, it's great for your epilogue because you weren't going to have one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> unless, the ep- unless the epilogue contains Captain Clogheart, I'm not sure I'm interested. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> it can. Captain Clogheart's soul's maybe. got to escape Barovia. That's now. true. Maybe yeah. I should cut that bit out of the dice section if we do do an epilogue. Epilogue, so it's a nice surprise. No, I think people. that's great. I think mm. that's great. I think that's great that you're still alive. So good. Oh, I like the ambiguity. Now. I like that. I like. Yeah, I like that it ended without us. Like, oh yeah, I like, like the ambiguity. Yeah, it's it's like a fucking Marvel movie at the end credits scene where you find yeah. out that that character actually didn't die. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. On <laughs> and then and Samuel L. Jackson walks up as yeah, fucking right? Nick Frost yeah. and oh, well, recruits you can, him to yeah. You kept my suspense for an entire Samuel Jackson's hand comes out of a grave. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson is also wearing a colander. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a man past Man, I was looking at some some of these fucking bush quotes and my god that was so, so much good. fun. It was so still managed good. to be a very fun episode, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't there wasn't I wasn't scary anymore. It was kind of just like cool like get the mm. get the job done and have fun along the way get to the um, end yeah i really enjoyed another... jack's kind of like last Same. interaction as well i thought mm. that was super fun yeah, yeah. oh really yeah Louise's yeah. really hard to write for who louise you. oh yeah <laughs> because like everyone else was like wound this is something i feel kind of bad about actually everyone else is sort of bound up in the story and mm. like was like tightly woven into it and then louise sort of rocked up and i just i just didn't i I feel like i could have done more with i think you did really well to tie her um to tie her objective to the narrative like yeah it was it wasn't it was without her leading the people's revolt to storm mm. the bastille sorry storm the castle um (laughs) there would have been no you know, um, end game there. Like we wouldn't have got entwined quite, quite nicely. Yeah. We was through that resolution of, of your narrative arc there, Jack, that we managed to all get propelled into the castle and, and find really enjoyed really like, well, it is the the guillotine for you. And I'm like, yeah, it's such, it's such a, it's such a good character. There's so much (laughs) you can do with it. (laughs) It's been super fun. I think, um, Greg and I were talking about this uh, a little while back. Scheming, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's not being scheming? Greg, are you just like one and one everyone but me? <laughs> I thought that you nah. – I thought it was just me that you talked about. <laughs> I don't need well, maybe to Maybe polyamorous, but I am not like that in D&D, okay? <laughs> I mean, this was a separate unrelated conversation, but um, I was saying – 
I think I made a mistake with Louise in that she'd already found her goal. She'd already knew what she was doing. Like, I think, I think, um, I think where D&D is strongest is where you discover the character along the way. Mm. And, um, and I think, I think I should have had communism as a, as a final goal for her rather than she's already arrived at it and, and she, she kind of, um, kind of pushes that on to other people. She, and yeah, I, think no, I disagree. Kind of bring everyone up to the level that she's yeah. already at kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the idea that everyone around her is changes and she is the one that is pushing her right. ideal forward. Like that yeah. is actually a very legitimate form mm. of narrative as well. Agreed. You don't for have sure. to hero's journey everything for fuck's no. sake. That's true. That, no, that's true. That is true. I, I, th- I actually think Greg did a masterful job with it given the constraints that I placed upon the character. Um, but I yeah, like, I, yeah, I feel like it could have been wound more into the Strad part. How might you have the, done that though? Mm. Like, I mean, you must have racked your brains. For, had you, yeah, I could. I was. Yeah, but also, like, pretty... it doesn't all need to revolve around Strad. Like, mm. it, that's it's, there's a re- you know there's a real part of it was though, I... changing the social structure of the of the of the place, and that's what mm. she did. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think I, I think also like did um, she. <laughs> I think also like <laughs> here, we go. here we go. Someone's got the power voice. Here fucking, we go. What a fucking wanker. Listen to this bloke. Eh? Guess Danny's DMing our next campaign. It's, it sounds ready. Um. <laughs> I yeah, I think um it's kind of it's kind of great that there is I think it makes the world feel larger than when when not everything is tied into exactly the same thing. Mm. I often have this frustration with television as well where, like, you know. All the loose ends every, are tied up and it's all. Yeah, all loose ends are like, oh, and this related to that and that related. And it, right. It, Remember the bus girl you saw in the street in episode one? Yeah. Well, it was actually the main character's daughter. You find that out in episode I've, seven of season that's 12. That's what I was going to say before, though. I think there I is. I love that shit. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I'm like, I'm a callback queen. I've, I've, yeah, I love make that. the world small. I, I actually think that's <laughs> that's actually a really interesting and and good structural decision yeah. to make. Yeah, I think. I mean, I yeah. think it was intentional. I, it wasn't just me failing to fill in the background detail. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's a small world. That there was. <laughs> No, I think it, I think you made it feel like a larger world through through that depth in it. Oh, and, definitely. Um, and and I think that's great. Like, um, I think, uh, yeah, I I'm really happy with the conclusion to Louise. I think that's fantastic that it it finishes with her being bolstered by the broader community and 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 handing back that that um that power empowering them, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah very true it was a subtle um, move to kind of, but it speaks a lot about you know how she like she's super super duper powerful she could have done that pretty much on her own mm. yeah she didn't want mm. to little gentle yeah, giant she's so strong Oh yeah, when she's fighting Strahd, I'm like, how much you've done? Fifty points of damage to him. And she like, walks over, like flicks his nose, and it's like yeah. sixty points of damage. <laughs> well, you know, and you've already blown very powerful. You've already wasted your third level spells on other stuff. I'm like, 
the smite slots gone, gonna are begging. Like you, there's great thematic stuff that you do with it, and it's like yeah. beautiful in the moment and colorful. And but the min maxer in me is like, that's another two d eight damage you could have been doing, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah. I did enjoy no. her visual. Yeah, yeah, mm. really, really fun. Yeah, I, I really loved all of those. The effervescence when you yeah, did the healing circle so cool. and the the fish and yeah, yeah. it was, cool. mm. it was cool. such a cool character. Yeah. Considering you didn't know what to play. I want to see some art, Jack. Like, I really <laughs> yeah. want to see that. <laughs> well, we'll mm. see how we go. Mm. <laughs> oh, I think we should do like a, a DM after arc where we record an episode and we just go back and yeah. reflect on the characters and how they all died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mo coming yeah. back, I've completely forgotten about. And that oh, was horrible. Geez. That was and horrible. Yeah, that was God was so damn. And it was like, I know that we killed Strahd and everything, <laughs> but everything that happened up until that point was really fucked. Awful. It was yeah. really, yeah. really fucked. And I hated yeah. it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what I'm, the fuck I'm is glad. happening? Oh, and I God. saw that. I, but I mean, I think actually when I was dying, when Irina was dying, she had like all these these points going a part of me is just like plot armor plot armor plot armor plot. I'm definitely supposed <laughs> to kill him definitely supposed to kill him it's definitely going to happen um, but, plot armor yeah. wears out uh, after you've received 60 points of hit points of damage to it yeah. And there's yeah, no one around gone. to like heal, and there's yeah, no... your face. Oh your face fuck! I could have healed you a bit. I forgot about that. Yeah, jeez. You could I have think, healed in my that. mind, a little bit, little was, bit, not oh much. Oh my god, not much. Even a point would have done it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> could have healed you at more than a point. One d ten plus something. I had um, two hit points left. Uh, yeah. Okay, totally forgot I mean, about that. Um, yeah, no. I think I still like. I haven't felt like you know. You know, because I'm the beginner D and D player, I, I think a part of me thought that there was some kind of spell I was supposed to do. <laughs> the end mm. end in, narrative incorrect. spell. Incorrect. <laughs> the uh, yes, exactly. You know, and it's called Deus Ex Machina. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cast Deus Machina. <laughs> <laughs> we all win one. and go <laughs> yeah. the smoothies. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think actually, considering the finale has like sort of stretched out, I actually found that incredibly useful because it's almost like you did kind of get like a mental do-over each mm. time. So it's like the first one when we all were like kind of really freaked out. You got a do-over, and then we got another do-over, and it's almost I got used to the pressure of like what each episode was going to bring. So it actually mm made it much easier for me to make decisions or to kind of be like, I just need to do something. Mm. Um, yeah, that's and good. once it was done, it was done. And to be fair, it was also really handy having a meal, like the both of them like, so we're doing this, right? And you're like, yes, I'm like, great. <laughs> just like, so just, the, just a little clippy yeah. in the corner that goes, it looks like yeah. you're trying to kill Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so great. I, that, the, um, when you picked up Sunny, um, I know it was a couple of episodes ago, but it was way earlier than I expected, but it worked so beautifully from then, like that first fumbling combat. And I was like, oh, no, you, like, you were like, I'll roll the hit, you roll damage. I was like, no, 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 we can do both. And the way it yeah. worked out and the way, it, the way it flowed, I thought was really great. Me too. Yeah. And that link back to, like, the history of Tatiana and Chard and Chard's sword and the the stealing your arcane power and that 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 recurrent link and you know that that link to your past which had 
drawn stride to you and created this like horrible life for you was the thing that gave you the the strength to overcome him in absolutely the end and I well. think that was like it's a, a similar ragyog story is in like no amount of bargaining like is going to change my mind yeah even even though he tried very hard and and some someone else could have been swayed like if it was mm. Louise standing above him and he was starting to say that then maybe I don't know you know something could have happened um, but like yeah. I, well, I mean I don't know I'm just saying from a character it was like oh it was never a, a doubt you know yeah. between between mm. Sunny and an arena there is too much to kind of like yeah yeah and that yep. that that journey I thought that journey of Irina throughout the story was fantastic that um mm. The discovery of the power, and then the mm. you know the, mm. the development of that, and being haunted by Strad at the start, and yeah, I just thought it was yeah, I thought it was really cool. Even being that, a character that Lauren was just playing kind of part time to then it becoming your character throughout yeah. the game, mm. like cool as yeah, right. um, mm. yeah. cool. Yeah, Again, really I'm great. like, so in a regular game of Curse of Strad, what happens? I play, the DM plays Irina the whole time, right. And Irina's like a small part. She, unless you draw the card. No small parts, Greg, just small actors. The person. Unless you draw the card where she's the one that helps you, I'm not even sure she is one of those cards. Basically, she's just like a damsel in distress and yeah, Strad right. keeps trying to take her from the party and the party Gross. has to protect her. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and I, um, I read this uh, Reddit thing about this guy who'd run Curse of Strahd and he was like, oh, one time a player joined us and they took over, she took over Irina and it was like the best thing ever. Yeah, what and a much more empowering role yeah. for Irina to yeah. have. It's like a, woman, it was, a woman actually play her rather yeah, than and it be was a like, damsel in distress. I know. Yeah, and, that doesn't and appeal the at The arc all. and yeah. no, it's, it's shitty, right? Like Curse of Strahd has a bunch of shitty elements that, Mm. You know, we cut out or avoided or and then they went and re-release. And they really re yeah, right this after we the started. coast. I hope you're not listening. We're always before the zeitgeist it. wizards, yeah. just so they, you know. They re-released yeah. it as yeah. we were doing before this. You. Yeah. Yeah. They, what they happened in the re-release? Sorry. They cut all the shit out. They cut all the racism out. They cut all mm. the Oh really? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, um I was gonna say there was there's something quite beautiful about the way that um that that positioning between Irina and Sunny, where it was a relationship of choice, and mm. that was what um, uh, ended up defeating Strad, who was trying, trying to force it, trying to force it, um, and and how you chose to pick up the sword, and usually Sunny would um, would overwhelm his meat sack and mm. and like name of his sex tape. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy like of all the meat sacks in the city she had to walk into my pummel. <laughs> well it and and I think I think there's there's something quite nice about that. Um about that that use of consent that that ended up being the thing that was the antithesis of of Strad who who was entirely not about consent. Uh, that is I, interesting. Yeah. And like also, a, yeah, Tatiana um, dealing with that side of things as well when mm. she was around Strad. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I liked that, um, that kind of di- dichotomy. Is that, that's probably not the right word. Contrast. Um, contrast. Yeah. I liked that Juxtaposition. Contrast. Juxtaposition. Oh, nice. That's the right word. Yeah. Nice. Good use. Um, dichotomy is right. <laughs> Love juxtaposition. Dichotomy is the correct use. Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just. Dichotomy. Yeah. <laughs> I just really enjoyed that aspect of it, where it was, um, and it's interesting hearing that uh, Irina used used usually is a character who's just a damsel in distress, and that oh, we've man. taken that and then, and and just like turned that on its head through mm. through yeah. putting a character or a play a, an actor in the in that role and then also the fact that it's it's that um that agency that we place on it that is the thing that ends up defeating strad and i i think mm. that's that's really quite beautiful if you think about it yeah. Was it always going to be Irina that was going to kill Strahd in your mind, Greg, or was it kind of any of us or I wanted it to did be that Irina. evolve? Yeah. No, I wanted it to be Irina for sure. It yeah. wasn't until like I wasn't sure that you were going, like whether you were going to like playing Irina as well. I didn't want to like you You pick, sort of picked her up. It was like at the start it was like, oh, it's optional if you want to play this character because you had Mo and you'd introduced Mo and – Mm. And then when you were playing them both, Irina was definitely the second, you know, the extra character that you did mm. a bit of fill-in for for a long time. Mm. And um, at that point, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to progress. Um, but as it got further on, definitely, I definitely, definitely wanted Irina to kill Strahd. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have been able to see that happen until I would killed off Mo and Irina. Well, you know, when you gave me a character sheet, I'm like, oh, something's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and What's that, this? A character sheet? Should look into this. That sacrifice of Mo was like really like such a beautiful moment too. Oh, that and was awesome. Like, yeah. It was so it much just, fun. That's yeah. why it was so heartbreaking to see. Uh, Mo again in this uh, context. It was really again fucking. It was just so devastating until until it was finally it's, dead. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because then was, there were hints. There yeah, were hints think. for a while about hands coming out of graves and that we would see them again. And mm. I it felt was, like it was obvious. Yeah, I felt like it was obvious to that we were definitely going to see Such and Such, but Mo was still a surprise in that finale. I think, well, for me, and it felt like it was for all of us. But I like forgot. All, yeah, yeah I, I, forgot, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about the dug right. up grave. But yeah. I knew we were yeah. going to see the Such and Suchers, but I you didn't see them think a about few Mo. times. Yeah, I never mentioned Mo. You saw them a few times, but I never ever mentioned. Yeah. Mo. Yeah. No, I you did because when we when we dropped the were raven back in the oh no no the skull. grave and everything, but you never saw Mo. Like you yeah. saw the suits and suits in the vampire crowd. Like you mm. saw the tall hat and the leather. Like you yeah. saw hints of them being around heaps. Yeah. But you but... didn't see hints apart from that. Those like the, the empty the, grave. The yeah. Apart from the empty grave. Mm. You see, I mean, I've known it, you long enough, Greg, to know that. 
she's coming back at some point. I just yeah, don't but I didn't want to like remind you. Over oh no, of no, I'm glad that you buried way. it. Yeah, I yeah. think that that yeah. actually, that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see that there, there's an old saying in Tennessee. Uh, I, I know it's in Texas, uh, probably in Tennessee, uh, that says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." Fool me. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that's an end of our dissection for this evening. Thanks for joining us uh, for this adventure, this vampire adventure, Curse of Stride, um, exquisitely DM'd by Greg and performed by us, DPR. Uh, join us on our next quest, which will be... Mm. time. As you it's, uh, you know, it's, and you know it's going to be a goddamn good iceberg. Oh, I tell you. <laughs> it's not far away. We will be, uh, we'll be playing a new quest very soon. So look forward to that. Um, I wonder what my next character will be. Aside from that, happy rolling. Enjoy your D&D. Enjoy your, enjoy, yeah. enjoy your mates and uh, have some fun. We always bloody well do. And thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on if, the if journey with us. If you've got burning questions that you want answered about this campaign, if we do that DM after arc, shoot them our way. Yeah, yeah I, I've got one answer. just from the just from the rafters. Uh, what's the the gem in Strad's pocket? What happened to that? Oh, true. Oh, find out next time. Boop, boop, I guess boop, we boop, just got to leave some ends uh, unwrapped up, just like the timeline in his castle. We'll just <laughs> float out there. Um, yeah. Moving on. What happened to Zuko's mom? Okay. <laughs> you, none of you watch the Avatar, but some of the listeners some will. Some people will love that they, joke. They will be like, "Yes, Lauren. Yes, yes, you speak a language." Um, I've been Jack Crosby. <laughs> Um, yes, I mean, have. sorry, I've been Jack Kirby Crosby. Um, who have you been, Ben? I've been Ben. Yeah, okay. Dan? <laughs> I've been Lauren Bock. You can find me at Bockler um, on Instagram and Twitter or just laurenbock.com. I also do another podcast called Elementary Springfield when me and my fellow comedian, Claire Sullivan, uh, recap The Simpsons. She's never seen it because she's from Tasmania. Hey. <laughs> I'm Dan. <laughs> I also do stand up. If you want to come and find me on any of the stages across Melbourne, I know that we're in lockdown at the moment, um, but I am supposed to be doing a show in Melbourne Fringe. Um, I actually also have got on my website, laurenbock.com. Uh, you can go there and buy some of my old uh, shows, uh, my show that was actually nominated for the Golden Gibbo in 2019. Um, Rock out with your bock out. You can go and get that on my website if you want to. It's very funny. Great show. I like turtles. Hi, my name's Emil. I was playing Greg for the course of that campaign. So I hope you enjoyed that. Some of the best character acting you've seen. Um, and my name is Gerg. I was playing Emil. Um, so uh, my name's Greg Pickering. I was the dungeon master. You can find me at Damn It Greg or Damn It Gerg on social media. Um, <laughs> You, I also do a pick. Dungeons and Dragons podcast um, called, called Dice Paper Roll. Dice Paper Roll. Uh, if you want to become a patron, you can do that. If you just go uh, to patreon.com. Play her out, Greg. Come on. <laughs> Fuck off, Peter. What? Uh, Why is there a hook here? What's going on? No, guys, please. I have so many other things to plug. Come on. I do burlesque as well. Curtains. Yeah, Jack, get the curtain. 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 Jack, get the curtain.